your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I would like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In today's episode, we will be recapping last night's game against the Boston Bruins, previewing tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks, and taking a quick look at league standings. So heading on into the game from last night. This was a game where there was a lot to like, really. Um, Obviously, the Hurricanes shut out the Bruins, of course. Yeah, so that's obviously good to like, of course. But this was a really, really good game. This was a statement game heading into it for the Hurricanes because we all know how much trouble the Bruins have given the Hurricanes over the past few years. They knocked us out in the playoffs in back-to-back years, and we just struggled to beat them in general, playoffs and regular season alike. And coming out of the gate, yeah, this was a really good and competitive first period. There were no power plays opportunities uh, in the first period, but they definitely made up for that in the second and third for sure. And with this game, honestly, it was really, really competitive, and both teams really came out hot and with some energy. These teams are not fans of each other. Again, the Hurricanes, especially the guys that have been around, they don't like the Bruins. They they remember what it was like when they got knocked out of the conference final, when they got knocked out in the bubble. Like They remember what that was like. So obviously, they were playing with a little extra fire tonight, and you could tell because, again, both teams, they came out really competitive and really hot, and this was really, really physical game. Just in the first period alone, there were 42 combined hits. And really a story throughout the game, not just the first period, I just have it in my notes for the first period, was that third line of Nino Niederreiter, Jordan Stahl, and Jesper Foss. That line was great last night. And they spent most of their time going up against that Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand line, that perfection top line for Boston. And our third line, they they looked awesome last night. And I absolutely loved that. And that's just been a story of the entire season so far of just everyone, top to bottom, putting in the work. And that is absolutely phenomenal. In this first period, Tony D'Angelo did end up getting his first goal as a hurricane. Obviously, you guys know where I stand on him. It is bound to happen eventually. It was the first goal by a defenseman of the season so that is what it is there like i said it it was bound to happen eventually he yeah he made up for some of his uh shortcomings that he's been making this season with turnovers but he he finally got a goal and overall he played a pretty decent game so heading on into the second period this is where 
Nino Niederreiter and that third line really sh- shined because Nino ended up getting another power play, ended up getting a power play goal in this period, and that line just continued to just shine because that line, they were really, really physical and really opportunistic. And Nino, and again, that third line, they were just all over that game. And it was really, really great to see. And the Hurricanes, they played really, really good. This is the period where the power plays started coming for both teams. Both teams really started committing their penalties here in this second period. And then the third period, of course, as well. But the second period, really, that's when the floodgates opened uh, when it came to the power play opportunities for both teams. The Hurricanes ended up going one of five on the power play. Obviously, that was Nino's goal there. And then the Bruins ended up going 0 for 5 on theirs. And one thing that was really great with the Hurricanes is they had to go up against a couple five on three opportunities for Boston, and they killed them off. They killed both of them off. And the Hurricanes' penalty killing unit has been absolutely outstanding this year and to be able to kill off I believe it was two five on three opportunities for Boston in this game for them to be able to do that against a team like Boston that is great because yes Boston they were coming off a loss in Florida and the second game of back-to-back and travel and all that stuff but again like I was saying in yesterday's episode early season struggles aside Boston is a damn good team and they have a lot of talent on that team yes that talent is starting to age a little bit again i've said before i feel we're kind of in a changing of the guard time with the nhl with some of those older teams that have been on top for a really long time they're starting to age out and you're having your newer teams come in and take those spots and but boston they're still a really dangerous team just like Pittsburgh and Washington like those are still really good teams and you cannot take games against them lightly and the Hurricanes didn't I think Boston may have been expecting the Hurricanes of old where they knew how to play against them how to get under their skin what to do all that stuff but this isn't the same team this team they have a lot of fresh faces and so that obviously plays a factor into it. And those guys that were around for both of those playoff series, they're older now and they have more experience under their belts. And they've had time to frankly sit on that stuff and like, oh, oh no, I'm I'm getting you back. And they did in this game. And, you know, obviously heading into the third period, it was still a really good game, physical playoff or power play opportunities and obviously I think you know heading into the third period the Hurricanes were realizing okay we really got this in the bag and we need to keep this going and they're realizing okay Freddie may be getting a shutout here so they're very much rallying behind their goalie as well making sure Freddie got his first shutout as a Hurricane which he ended up doing obviously this was Freddie's 20th career shutout. He had 33 saves in this game. That was his most saves 
in a game this season since Nashville where he made 38 saves. And like I said, beating Boston was a real statement game for the Hurricanes. And Boston's a real measuring stick, really, uh, when it comes to playing in the NHL because they have been on top for so long and they still are a really, really, really good team. And to be able to really go out there and kind of just have your way with the game and really control it and play your game, I think that was that says a lot of how far the Hurricanes have come since they played Boston last. And the Hurricanes, you know, with this game, they have only allowed eight goals on the season, which that is the lowest in the NHL now. And they are the last team to have allowed single-digit goals. Obviously, that will change, of course, as the season goes on. We just, that was our sixth game we played. We're fixing to play our seventh tonight. That's obviously going to change. But I think that says a lot about the Hurricanes because, especially their goaltending, for sure, Freddie has been phenomenal. And I think a lot of that right there can be chalked up to him because he's really been able to bail this defensive core out some this season. Because they're definitely, that defense is still definitely having some growing pains, for sure. They're definitely still making mistakes where in the past they wouldn't have made. They're making, you know, passes that they wouldn't have made and just leaving lanes open that they wouldn't have. And I think, you know, that's stuff that obviously that'll get better as the season goes on again. They're still learning how to play with each other. Again, we just played our sixth game of the season. But. With Freddie being as good as he is and our offense firing on all cylinders and being able to score a bunch of goals and then playing really good and then really gelling together and really having that chemistry, the forward groups are, I, I think you know that's kind of masking some of the defensive problems that we're having right now. And you can definitely be like, okay, you know, we're making up for it in other areas. But I do think that stuff is stuff that will definitely improve as the season goes on. And it'll be interesting to see how things go tonight. We're heading into the second game of a back-to-back, our first back-to-back of the season so far. So we will take a look at tonight's back-to-back against Chicago right after this quick break, folks. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but say you're new here for this season, let me tell you about them. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. This is the best tasting protein bar on the market, and they have nine original flavors, including coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, which is my personal favorite, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And say you've only tried one or two of those flavors, or you haven't tried any of them at all, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of those nine flavors. Built Bar also has limited time flavors that come in and out of their lineups all the time, so you got to check their website, Built.com, for those to see what's coming out. And regardless of the flavor, all Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are also great for the health-conscious individual, as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And right now, you can go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, looking ahead to tonight against Chicago, we beat Boston. Now it's time to move on to the next game. 
Chicago, I think this is going to be a really interesting game. I think the crowd has definitely added another dimension when the Hurricanes play at home. You could see it in the Boston game because the crowd definitely brought a little extra, just kind of like some of the longtime guys did last night. And then you had Sheldon Keith from the Maple Leafs mentioning how hard it is to play against the Hurricanes crowd. And heading into tonight's game with against Chicago, with all of the stuff that's going on with Chicago, yeah, I'll obviously talk about that at a in a later episode. That's still a developing story, and still trying to figure out how to put that stuff into words. You can go listen to Locked On Blackhawks. Jack has been doing amazing work having to cover all of that stuff. So if you want to hear thoughts on that, you can go over there. But I do think the crowd is going to be extra hostile against the Blackhawks, not only because. It's a home crowd and whatnot, but with everything going on with them, I think they're going to be ruthless against them. And I kind of wonder how that controversy will play into Chicago's game because, you know, that's a lot of stuff going on. And then having like Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane there, who was there then. It'll be interesting to see how they're able to play and, frankly, how the Hurricanes are going to go after those guys. Um, but, yeah, this is a game where you know the Hurricanes are looking to extend that franchise winning streak to start a season. They obviously set the record last night with six games in a row, having won, and now they're looking to extend it to seventh, or get their seventh win, I should say. And I think that... There's a good chance it could happen tonight. Chicago has been struggling, and right now the Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers are the only undefeated teams left in the NHL, and I think that says a lot about the Hurricanes. They are they're really coming out this year with some fire, and they're really looking good. And I think, you know, like I said, that I really think that they can really get this win tonight and extend that winning streak because you look at how Chicago is struggling right now. They're 0-5-2. They're coming off an overtime loss to Toronto. They're sitting at with two points at seventh in the Central Division. And right now, you know, you look at the lines for tonight. This team has been really just rolling 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 and it's going to be the same lines we saw last night against um Boston I totally forgot who we played there for a second so you have the top line of Sveshnikov, Aho, Teravainen, Kokniemi, Trocek, Natchez, Niederreiter, Stahl, Faust, Martinuk, Stepan, and Lorenz then you have Slavin, Bereshe, Pesci, Cole, D'Angelo and then as of right now Frederick Anderson is listed as the starter which We'll see. Obviously, you know, this is this can obviously change come game time. You know, th- but that's what's been announced for tonight so far. I was really thinking Auntie Ranta would get the start tonight. Obviously, that can change, but if Freddie's good to go and they're asking him, hey, you good to go? And he's good to go. He can go. Um, and 
I was thinking, yeah, we could maybe see Seth Jarvis and Brendan Smith tonight, but it's not looking like we're going to see that tonight, at least as of right now. Again, this can change. Again, like I said, this is very tentative. We've seen that stuff change before, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this lineup is absolutely killing it right now. And if they're winning the games, why mess with it? I think the only thing really that maybe should have changed was Auntie Ranta slotting in at net. But, you know, if Freddie's good to go, then he's good to go. Plain and simple. He, he's been an absolute rock this year so far. And let him keep going. If, if he feels comfortable doing it, let him keep going. Uh, but Auntie Ranta, he's got to get in there sometime. He has got to. He has absolutely got to. You, you don't want to get too far down the road and he hasn't played enough and he has – he still has that early season rust when it could have gotten knocked off pretty early on. But we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. I, I do think we may see some changes, really with the only one being the goalies. I think those may end up swapping come game time. But that will obviously be something we talk about in tomorrow's recap of the game. So right now it's obviously just it's just going to be speculation. The Hurricanes, they weren't doing media this morning. So we obviously aren't going to hear anything about that until game time. So we'll just have to wait and see with that. But we've talked about the Hurricanes past couple games. But as I mentioned, yeah, they're now in first in the Metro Division. But we want to take a look around the league and see how the rest of the Metro is stacking up in the NHL as a whole. And we will discuss all of that stuff right after this quick break, folks. Bet Online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit from basketball football postseason baseball nhl boxing ufc and right down to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts now we've been discussing the hurricanes past two games but Following those games, where are they stacking up in the NHL and the Metro Division? Obviously, said earlier, yes, they're sitting atop the Metro Division. They're sitting atop with six, at a 6-0-0 record with 12 points in first place. They are followed by the Washington Capitals. They're in second place at a 4-0-3 record with 11 points. Then you have the Flyers at 4-1-1 and in 9 points. The New York Rangers have slid down to fourth now. They're at 4-2-1 and one with nine points. You have the Columbus Blue Jackets there in fifth at 4-2-0 and oh with eight points. The Pittsburgh Penguins are sitting at 3-2-2 two and two with eight points. The New York Islanders are still kind of continuing to struggle. They're sitting at 3-2-1 and one and seven points in the seventh spot. 
And then you have the New Jersey Devils at 3-2-0 and and 6 points there in last place in the division. I will say with New Jersey, they have only played 5 games. So they haven't had the opportunity to get as many points yet. Obviously, everyone else has played 6-7 and games, so we'll see how things shape up for them. Looking over in the Atlantic... The Buffalo Sabres are in second place again. You absolutely love to see that. The Bruins then fell down to sixth place. And just, you know, looking around the division, other things that are kind of surprising, you have the Calgary Flames in first place in the Pacific at 5-1-1 with 11 points. The Vegas Golden Knights are sitting at sixth place at 3-4-0 and six points. The Kraken have jumped up to fourth place at they are at 3-4-1 and 7 points. And then that's really about it. Well, aside from the uh, Colorado Avalanche still sitting in 6th place at 3-4-0 and 6 points. But looking at the NHL as a whole, the Carolina Hurricanes are sitting at 2nd in the league right now. They are behind only the Florida Panthers, who with the Panthers, they've played 7 games and they've won 7 games. So they have 14 points. We played six games and have won six games. <laughs> so we have 12 points. So rounding out the top 10, you have Calgary at 5-1-1 one, and, one, and 11 points. Washington at 4-0-3 and, four, oh, and, and 11 points. Obviously, the Buffalo Sabres in 5th at 5-1-1 one, and, one, and 11 points. The St. Louis Blues in 6th at 5-1-0 and, oh, and 10 points. The Edmonton Oilers in 7th place at 5-1-0 and and 10 points. The Minnesota Wild in 8th place at 5-2-0 and and 10 points. The Philadelphia Flyers at 4-1-1 and and 9 points. And the Winnipeg Jets in 10th place at 4-2-1 and and 9 points. You also, it's worth mentioning, you had the Detroit Red Wings there in 11th at 4-2-1 and and 9 points. So, again, it is very early in the season. Things are going to change, but it is nice seeing some fresh faces up there in the top of the league standings, you know, like Calgary, Buffalo, Minnesota, Winnipeg. I'll even throw Detroit in there. Yes, they're 11th. They're not in the top 10, but kind of like seeing them there, you know? And yeah, with it'll be interesting to see how things definitely shape up with some of these other teams that have been struggling. I think, you know, a team like Boston, Colorado, New York Islanders, and you can throw Tampa Bay in there because they're kind of not on top of their game like they normally are. I think teams like that, they're going to bounce back. They're going to. It'll just be a matter of when, not if. And frankly, when is the big question because are they going to dig themselves too deep of a hole that they can't get out of? But at the end of the day, I do think some of those teams are going to bounce back and we're going to enjoy the ride for Buffalo as long as we're getting it. But that does it for today's episode, folks. In tomorrow's Saturday edition, it will be a quick episode recapping last night or tonight's game, excuse me, against the Chicago Blackhawks. See how things go there. Obviously, we'll talk about if there are any line changes And again, recapping the game as a whole and any other news that happens to come out from the Hurricanes organization. Until then, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked on Fantasy Hockey your second listen and follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram 
at LO underscore Hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at JaredLs underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.